You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Oh yeah, I'm so glad you're here to listen to the show, but make sure you check out everything else that Boss Ladies and Babies has to offer, like our mini episodes every Tuesday with quick business tips for the busy boss lady, our merchandise that will be relaunching soon, and all of our resources, coaching, courses, programs, and more over at bossladiesandbabies.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. I have such a special and exciting episode this week. You're going to hear a very familiar voice, a voice that was well-loved and is well-missed. It was so much fun recording an episode with my old co-host, Mickey, and our new friend, Whitney, who the three of us together are the co-authors for our book, which is coming out on the 28th. And so in this episode, we dive into the behind the scenes of writing this book, what it was like to co-author, how we did this all through from different parts of the country, and all of the tea on behind the scenes becoming published authors. This episode was so fun. It was so uplifting. This whole experience has been so wonderful. I'm really excited to give you all the inside peek at what it took to get this book together and for you to be able to have it in your hands. It is so special to all of us, and we're super excited. So before we get into it, I'm going to jump into my highs and lows really quickly and then get ready for a fun episode. So my high for the week obviously is going to be that our book is being published. So we are doing a really soft launch on it right now, and we have our beta readers kind of checking it out, leaving reviews, and it's going to be available to everybody on the 28th. So the next time that you hear a podcast from me, I am going to be a published author. I cannot believe it. It has been such an incredible journey. I I just can't believe that it's even happening. I'm so, so, so excited, and I cannot wait to actually hold this book in my hand, all the hard work, all the highs and lows, the ups and downs, the winding roads that it took to get here to actually be holding it in my hand. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. My low for this week is um, we dropped my dog Hefe off with my mom when we were going on our overnight trip to Leavenworth, which was obviously so amazing. And when we got back, there had been a COVID exposure scare. And so the crazy person that I am about COVID, I have left my dog over there at my mom's house until she gets a negative test back because I'm just so paranoid. So I have not seen my sweet puppy for a week now. I miss him so much and I cannot wait for this test to come back so we know my mom's in the clear and I can just get my dog and have our little family completed again. It's so hard to be in this house without him. Like, really, really, really miss him. So I can't wait to see him again. So that's been kind of a bummer, but I will hopefully have him in the next couple days and things will be back to normal. But okay, so enough about that. 
We're going to dive into this here. So our book is called The Millennial's Guide for Working Parents, and it's basically a, a guide book to help you with all things balancing work, life, parenting, and everything in between. This book was just so exciting to write. The three of us came together. Obviously, Mickey and I have known each other forever, but Whitney was a complete stranger to us at the time, and she's now somebody that we consider a friend. And we took all of our different life experiences, and we were able to mesh them all together into a guide that will help touch on so many challenges for working parents, and it is going to make a really big difference in your life if you're struggling with anything that comes along with working or parenting. So in this episode, we're going to dive all into it. Mickey is obviously my ex-co-host for Boss Ladies and Babies. She has a mom blog space, Fixer Up and Sippy Cups. She just got a new job as a librarian at the school district in her area, and she's really just making some huge life changes for herself. And Whitney is the owner of The Savvy Working Mom, and she has so many resources for working moms. Her mission is so in line with what we're doing over here at Boss Ladies and Babies. I cannot wait for you to hear what these two have to say and to hear everything about what went into creating this book. This was such a big deal for all of us, and we just are so overjoyed. You'll hear it in this episode. It really shines through. So right after this quick break, we're going to get into it, and I am so excited. I hope you're as excited as I am to get your hands on a copy of this book. Make sure you listen to the end where we share ways on how you can get the book, contact us, and stay tuned for the official launch. There's going to be some great giveaways and all sorts of exciting things coming up. So we'll get into it right after this quick break. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet women aware and prepared. Women Aware and Prepared teaches women self-defense so they can feel less vulnerable and more empowered. Owner Mandy Pratt is a self-defense teacher, speaker, author, and advocate that helps women be safer and empowered with peace to outsmart the bad guys. Snag their Kindle ebook on pepper spray on Amazon and learn more at womenawareandprepared.com. Follow along on social at Women Aware and Prepared and check out the book on pepper spray on Amazon with the Kindle ebook. Hello, Mickey and Whitney. Oh my gosh, you guys, we wrote a freaking book. (laughs) (laughs) We are published authors. I'm so excited. I want to hear all about how you guys feel, talk about how we feel. But before we get into everything, why don't you guys both introduce yourselves and just like, how do you feel? I can go first. So I am Whitney Hawthorne, founder of the Savvy Working Mom and also VP of Customer Support for a multi-billion dollar company here in the U.S. And in this moment, I feel all the feels, like every single emotion is running through me from joy to anxiety to relief, guilt, like I'm kind of feeling everything and I, so I don't even know where to start to answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, <clears throat> so my name's Mickey and I used to co-host with Megan. So maybe my voice is a little familiar. Um, <laughs> right now I, I just got a full-time job as a school librarian. So my world is like insane. And when I tell you that like things happen for a reason, this book, like now I need my copy so I can like go through and like just highlight everything and remind myself of everything that all three of us has said because yeah life has gotten very crazy but um I'm excited and I don't know I'm, I think I'm kind of like not in denial necessarily but like I can't believe that it's really happening I think until I'm gonna have it in my hand yeah yeah I agree I feel like I, I don't know. It's like, I like blacked out while I was writing it. Cause I'm like, what did I write? Like, I actually don't really remember what I said or like what's in there. It just, it feels like it was so long ago, but it really wasn't. And it's just like, I feel kind of vulnerable that it's going to be out there. And I don't know, it's going to be so cool. It's been such a fun experience. Yeah. It's definitely been an interesting experience and Mickey congrats on the job on, Thank you. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, and I agree, it's been, it's been wild. A lot of ups and downs, I think, in any big project, anything that you're gonna do that you put out into the world, your most honest and authentic self, right? It does create a certain level of vulnerability and, and a lot of ups and downs. Because I do think when we each wrote, we all brought our own voice to it and our own stories and were very, honest with how we approach things and I know the three of us don't necessarily align to society's ideas of what motherhood looks like um, especially like what motherhood looks like in the movies if you're a working mom <laughs> um, and so that it's a little yeah it makes it it makes you feel vulnerable I feel a little vulnerable too that's one of the feels that I'm having as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we're gonna get into all of this like co-authoring and everything that was involved in it but I'd like to dive in to this and kind of reflect on our stories prior to being authors, like our lives pre-published authors. Like, let's talk about how we each got here and how, like, how did you guys feel when you got the offer and what do you hope to see happen next? So Whitney, do you want to go first and then Mickey and then I'll go? Sure. That sounds great. So last year, 2020 was a lot of life for me. I, so I, I founded the Savvy Working Mom when I had my first son about three years ago. And um, last year I had my second son and probably final son, um, final child, unless we adopt because after that, we're going to be outnumbered and two is just enough, two is <laughs> enough for me. Um, but last year, 2020, right, I got promoted into this role where I had thousands of people reporting into me. Um, I had a baby in the middle of a pandemic, like pushed with the N95 on the whole deal. Oh, uh, and then we relocated from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York to Salt Lake City, Utah, and it was just a lot of life in one year, but we managed through it. And then after our relocation, my son started to get sick. Um, he kind of had like a mystery illness and we didn't know what it was. And so we were looking for answers to that. And what I found for me is when I'm really struggling in one area of my life, if I can find something fun and exciting and joyful, it just helps to balance it out. So I'm not only thinking about the bad thing, mm -hmm. right? And I will call it a bad thing. It's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so earlier in the year, I put it out there in the universe, right? I, and I believe, I do believe in manifesting and putting things out there. Earlier in the year of 2021, I put out there, like, I just need a big project. I need something outside of work, outside of 
my son that I can just focus in on. And I got asked to do a TEDx talk, which was amazing. Like I didn't apply. Someone just approached me about it. And that was really good and distracting. Then that ended and my son, we were still trying to figure out what was going on with him, lots of hospital visits, all that. And then, uh, then, you know, I was approached about this book. Um, Jen reached out, Jen, who, who was kind of like the initiator of all this for us, reached out, was like, hey, so here's, a, here's an idea. Would you be interested in this? And I was like, yes, this is the project. This is another project, something I can really pour myself into to help create a little bit of joy and distract me from um, you know, from everything else that's going on. And it was, it was a very interesting process getting it done. I'm so happy to have met both Megan and Mickey. It's just great to meet other women who are really out there championing mothers. Cause I believe we need more moms in leadership and we need more moms who are thriving. Cause when we do better, our families are happier, our places of work are more profitable and, you know, our communities improve. So when we do better, it's good. So just great to meet other women and be able to be so involved with other women who are putting it out there. And that was kind of what brought me to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that savvy working mom, a new big project and right in the wheelhouse, the thing that I believe we need more of, which is support for working moms. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered your question now. I feel like I'm just Heck yeah, no, you on. did. I feel like I didn't know like a lot of this about you because yeah. we've been so focused on like working on the book that we haven't really got to know each other personally. So I, yeah, I love, I'm like sitting here like, yes, I love this. <laughs> How about oh, you, gosh. Mickey? Okay. Um, I'm like, where to begin? Um, well, we were approached by Jen during one of our podcasts. We were um, guests on her podcast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Now yep. I don't even remember. It feels like a lifetime ago. Um, and I, it's just so exciting because I feel like um, motherhood just has not been what I envisioned before I had kids I mean it never really is but it's hard (laughs) like really hard and I you know I was a I'm still like a stay-at-home mom but now I have a job I guess um but staying home with the kids and everything just took a huge toll on my mental health and I just noticed that um I'm just kind of an open person anyway so I would like write about it on social media and I had so many people reach out and like commiserate with me or like oh you you know inspired me to go talk to someone or whatever um so I really tried to focus that like openness and mom support into I have um my fixer ups and sippy cups Instagram which is kind of quiet now because I'm working so much but um that and with boss ladies and babies that I did for like three years almost three years um just surrounding myself with this community of supportive amazing strong women who also aren't afraid to like fail and we're not afraid to struggle and share that because no one is perfect and we're all just totally winging it so to be able to like yeah meet with you two or like come together and put all of our experiences and knowledge and tips and all of that into one thing just feels like such such a unique amazing opportunity and I yeah I just I think people are really gonna benefit from it yeah I feel like we've created like a manifesto for the mom out there like in any position because we're all in such different places. Like we are all moms who work, but none of our stories are even remotely similar. So the perspectives that we were able to bring to this, I feel like 
are so vast that it's for anybody. It's going to be for anybody. Mm-hmm. I will never forget when we did that podcast with Jen and mm-hmm. I was having such a crap day. Like my husband and I were like in a fight right before, <laughs> like things were not going good that day. I was like, okay, I'm going to just like pull myself together. I was doing the podcast in my car because something with my cat was like going to the vet for him. I don't, I don't remember the logistics, but I remember it was like a horrendous day. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to pull it out for this podcast and be done with it. And we do the podcast. And I remember Jen being like, Oh, you guys are great. You know, um, would you, I have like the, these millennials guides, I would love to have you involved. And we were like, Oh, cool. Like a, a blog post or like some kind of social media thing. So we agreed to it and then we get a book deal. And I just remember being in complete shock and just, I feel like I acted like a little kid, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to write a book. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a published author. Like this was a big deal. And yeah. earlier in the year, cause this was what early spring, I think when this all went down. Mm-hmm. So earlier <laughs> in the year with the new year's resolutions, I wrote out my dream list of what I was going to accomplish with my business. Cause I really started like driving boss ladies and babies in the coaching space and the online education space more than just the podcast. And I have the, the post-it note right here, literally write a book is like seventh on the list of 10. And I didn't think it was going to be this year. I thought that it would be, you know, in the next five years, if I was lucky mm-hmm. and I was in complete shock. Like, I think Whitney, you said something about manifesting and it's just like, I just wrote it out of my brain onto a post-it note and it came into existence. And now in a few days, we're going to be published authors. And I'm just like, so proud of us. I just, we've taken our experiences and we've created something so special. And so the fact that we were approached to be co-authors, like obviously Mickey and I know each other, Whitney, you were a complete stranger to us at the beginning. It was really exciting at this idea of collaborating with, with you guys. Right. And it's just been so interesting to see all of our perspectives throughout the book from our different stages of life. What, how do you guys feel like bringing your experience to the table? I think that was the most exciting part for me. Uh, at first, I was like co-author. I've never co-authored it, co-authored anything. Like it just, I don't know, trying to get my head around it. But when I think about motherhood as a journey, we are all on such different paths, and we all have such different stories. Um, that I was really excited about the idea of three different women bringing their stories forward and their advice forward because we're going to reach more people. We'll be able to come up with solutions that service more women than if it was just my particular point of view or Megan's or Mickey's. So I was, that part was really, really exciting for me um, because I do think what we've written is going to help a lot of people thrive, help a lot of people, women, especially live better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I always have this like kind of imposter syndrome going on because while I stayed home with my kids, I still had a small business that I run from home, like an Etsy shop. And, um, I think I underestimate how much work I have actually done and put into that and how many clients I've had and that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, am I, I'm not really like a working mom, but 
the whole thing I think I found really empowering and it made me feel good that I do have things to contribute and my experience is unique and there are people out there that can relate to what I'm going through and my kids are a little bit older than both of yours so it's like a whole nother whole nother ball game with like (laughs) school age kids and yeah so I I went into it feeling like a little hesitant and like am I going to be able to contribute anything and I'm coming out of it feeling very like proud yeah yeah and you should be you should be yeah and the cool thing about the book which was so unique is that you don't read it cover to cover if you don't want to like it's you guys will see when it's out but there are challenges instead of chapters and you can go to your challenge that you're specifically experiencing and then flip right to solutions for that challenge which makes it so cool because if somebody is in a position that touches on where each of the three of us are, they can get all of our three perspectives for that one person's challenge, which is interesting. And I, I, I was like kind of thrown off by that at first because I wasn't expecting it, but it, it turned out to be really incredible, especially with the co-authoring and with the publishing process. Now it's not really what I expected. I don't really know what I was expecting the publishing process to be like. And we definitely had a few bumps along the road, but we've made it. And, and now we're published authors. Like I can't stop saying that. How did things go for you guys? Like, did it go the way you thought it would be? What, what were your guys' expectations for publishing, if any? I guess in my head, I thought it was going to be in some way more linear, like do this thing by this day, do this thing by this day, do this thing by this day. But it felt a lot less linear and a more like a squiggly line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the yeah. product is there and that that's the amazing thing. The product is there. It came together and we are published authors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely expected more like structured handholding because <laughs> I'm like, I've never written a book. I don't know what I'm doing. And we just had so much freedom, freedom. that I think that, uh, that I definitely wasn't ready for. I'm like, what do you mean? I get to decide like all of this stuff. Don't you just tell me what to do and I do it. And the writing part, I don't know. I just expected it to be such a like, okay, here's my first draft. Okay. And then we're going to do the <laughs> second draft and then the third. And it was like, I also just sat down and like poured it out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know, little tweaks here and there or whatever, but I mean, you can't really I feel like our stuff is so informative and like experience-based. Like there's not really much tweaking we're going to do. Like this is how it is and what we do and how this works. And um, yeah, so it's been very different, but um, yeah, we're here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we are. I mean, and it happened so fast. That's the other thing. I think when I Mm -hmm. think about previously, if I thought about writing a book, I was like, oh, this is a long endeavor. It's going to take over a year. And we knocked this thing out in a few months yeah. and it's high quality. You know what I mean? Like it's a really, I read it to myself. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, let me think about this. What's I have this challenge. Let me go back and check on like what Mickey and Megan said about the challenge. Um, and so I think it's, it's just so interesting how quickly we were able to pull it together to your point, Mickey, mm-hmm. though, we do all have, it's based on our experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, I'm such like a rule follower. And so but I'm also a really creative person. So to have like so much creative freedom, it felt like 
are you sure? Like, <laughs> who am I to be able to just make these decisions? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, right. I'm a published author. I can make these decisions for my book. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I expected, but it definitely, I mean, creatives all put together, collaborating all over the like email and zoom and so many different schedules. It, I mean, yeah, it just was so exciting and stressful and fun and stressful and <laughs> all over the place. And it's so cool to see yeah. like our labor come out into something tangible, which I cannot mm-hmm. wait to get my dang hands on it. Yeah. Me but, too. Okay. So let's talk about inspiration for our parts of the book since, you know, we're all so different. We covered such a wide variety of topics. How did each of you guys choose what parts you wanted to touch on? Because we touched on so, so many things. Um, I'll go first with where I came up with what I wanted to talk about. And it's just like, I am obsessed with talking about how you can be a working mom with a child. Like for me, for so long, that was such a foreign concept that you had to be one way to be seen as a professional, to be seen as an expert. And if you had a child in the mix, you were no longer seen as that expert. So you had to hide the fact that you were a mom. You had to separate your life. Like that is something I'm so passionate about. So I wanted to talk about all of the pieces that went into that for me as I journeyed into motherhood. My daughter is only three now. And so like a lot of that was so fresh and I wish that I would have had something like this to read when I was battling that identity crisis, when I was figuring out what to do with a newborn. And even now, you know, figuring out what to do with a toddler beyond. It's so nice to see your guys's perspective with moving ahead with older kids and all of that. So I just kind of wanted to make sure that if any woman parent was in that position that I felt as I was becoming a mom, I could give them something to help them get through that. I think for me, it was, and it's so interesting because we do have different perspectives, right? So for me, it was really about, I believe that work-life balance is a myth and it sets us up for failure. And so I really wanted to share everything about finding work-life harmony, finding joy across all areas of your life, um, you know, the time management techniques, because what worked for me before kids didn't work for me after. And the more women I talk to, the more I find that's the case So sharing you know, how do you evolve and, and change those time management te- uh, techniques to meet your, your new needs and your new life? How do you find joy in, in working and in being a mom without having guilt about enjoying either one, right? So those are the things that really drove me and what I wanted to share because I think that a lot of us have to work and some of us want to work. And it's really important that in either case, we enjoy our jobs and we have ownership over our careers because you spend so much time at work and that time is time away from your babies. And that is, it's a big decision to do both things, right? And so just trying to make sure that people are set up for success and you're not set up for success if you're looking for work-life balance, because honestly, like, what are you even trying to balance? Like, it's not your time, it's not your energy, Work-life balance makes work one thing and life another, but life is so many more things than just one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wanted to share tips on helping people find, um, I guess, that joy across all areas. 
And then also the tips that help people to have a voice about being a mom at work, Mm -hmm. because I feel that it actually adds a lot of value to your place of employment. When you become a mother, um, there are tons of transferable skills Mm -hmm. that happen to develop significantly when you become responsible for another life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's overlooked in the workplace. And so sharing those tips on how you can define that. Yes. And, and help you to own your career through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, a lot of my ideas just came from like stuff that I wish I knew, um, struggling with like parenthood and then also trying to maintain and grow a small business at the same time, like as staying home, raising kids was such a, so hard for me. And I just... I needed, I needed this kind of support and I wish I would have had a guidebook. Like, I just love that we have done this so much. Um, And a lot of the chapters I wrote deal with um, like mental health and um, family things with older kids, which are just things that I'm really passionate about and that are super personal to me. Um, I think parenthood can be so isolating um, especially if you're working from home or staying home or, I mean, just in general, it's so, can be so isolating. And for me that, that like isolation really brought forward mental health issues that I didn't realize that I had before. Um, I guess sitting around and only talking to toddlers for like five years really drew it out of me, (laughs) but, um, but we need to like remove those stigmas and everyone is going through something or other. And being not afraid to talk about it just is, I feel like it's a way to heal. Also, you're, you know, getting rid of the like scary taboo part of it. And like, yeah, this is normal. This is not that uncommon and you can get through it and supporting each other in that way is just so important. Yeah. I think that that's a piece that when people think about like, okay, working and parenting, they don't really think of mental health, like up front. And so I think it's really special that this guide actually goes there. Cause it is like you said, such a big piece of doing both of those things, you know? Yeah. So let's, um, in the spirit of keeping things real, let's talk about what our favorite part of writing the book was. And then because writing a book is so much freaking harder than I thought it was going to be <laughs> like what our least favorite parts about writing the book were. I can, oh. I can go with my favorite part was actually creating the outline of all the challenges. I really like thinking about like, Hey, here are all the different solutions that we can provide. Here's all the different things that women are going through that parents are going through and really kind of through that learning, both Megan, Mickey, your, your experience and your perspective, because we all added different challenges to the book. So that was, that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 not to just like take your answer, but yeah, I think I totally agree. It, it is really cool to, okay, these are the things that I can think of are a big priority. And then seeing what you guys put, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And that thing, oh, that good point. Like this too, like there's no way that my brain could come up with all of those things. And I think, yeah, the combination of the three just makes it such a comprehensive guide. Yeah. My favorite part was after like, writing so we so we wrote out all the challenges that we were going to have right at the table of contents and then we divvied them up of who wanted to write what 
And then we just all went to work on our chunks of the book. And we didn't see what the other people were doing at that time. Like it was really just like, sit down, Mm -hmm. write yours. And then we're going to throw them all together and see what happens. And I think my favorite part is when we threw them all together and I was reading them and I'm like, wait, did I write that or did, okay, no, that was Whitney, but Oh, look at these tips. I never thought about that. Like, that's amazing. But the voices of all of us sounded so similar with just like new incredible tips. It was so fun. Just like seeing how things meshed because they just meshed like without much tweaking on our ends, they just went together so well. I think my least favorite part, and this is something that I'm working on is I'm not good at constructive criticism. I'm not good at any criticism, even if it's constructive. So when we got like some of the reviewers comments back, I'm like, no, that no, it has to be like this because this is what we decided. And I had a really hard time, like swallowing what some of the um, critiques were saying when they came back, but that's that's not the worst thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think my least favorite part um, would be the cover <laughs> like, oh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> yes. we just really the three yeah we just it took some many drafts to get to where we are and I think it's something that all three of us are very happy and proud about and excited for and I'm glad that we got there in the end it just was a long bumpy road yeah that was gonna be my hot mess moment <laughs> like I <laughs> <laughs> all the gloves were off at, on some of those cover drafts like and you should have heard the behind the scenes were even worse oh. <laughs> like whoo but we got there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was struggling I think for me my the part that was hardest for me that I didn't like the most was I didn't realize we had to reach out to so many different people for support mm-hmm. people to edit to review to provide feedback just it was a lot of reaching out to folks and I'm just not good at reaching. I love to delegate. Like I am the queen of delegation. I got a course on delegation. Like I can delegate like nobody's business, but reaching out to someone to say, Hey, can you just do this favor for me? Mm-hmm. Is really, really hard for me. It's like hard really hard for me, especially because I feel like this last year I've burnt out a lot of favors. I've been, I've been needing a lot for my community um, just cause it's been a lot of a year. And so that part was my least favorite part was like, Oh, here I go asking for more for people again yeah. you know yeah yeah that part was kind of hard for me too but but we did it and we did it and now we're published authors now we're published authors okay <laughs> i want to wrap things up with a couple quick games here and then we'll go into our hot mess moments because i'm not letting you guys get out of here without a hot mess <laughs> moment so we're gonna do just like a little rapid fire and a would you rather but it's gonna be related to the topic so um just like blurt out the first thing that comes to mind Uh, Okay, so one piece of advice that you would offer someone who is trying to find balance between business and parenthood. Stop trying to find balance. Yes. Uh, Buy our book. Buy our book, (laughs) yes. What Mickey said, actually, what Mickey said. Uh, Go to mom hack. Uh, A messy bun. Keep clothes in the car. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm thinking like travel potty for yourself. (laughs) That's real. Yes, it is. Uh, Easy time management hack. Say no to more things. Ooh, I like that. Um, Use a planner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plan it out the night before. First thing you do in the morning. Take a shower. Drink water. Actually, I lied. 
get on my phone. <laughs> Check my notifications because I cannot have notification bubbles. <laughs> yes, I get sadly. I'm back on the phone thing. Get on my phone first thing in the morning. Do not clear my notification bubbles. <laughs> Last thing you do before bed. Pray. Um either let's see. I'm trying to think like oh my god, what do I do before bed? usually clear my notifications <laughs> so I can sleep with a clear mind. <laughs> I sense a theme with you, Mickey. I, I know. <laughs> Those bubbles drive me crazy. I feel like mine's like nudge my husband to stop snoring. <laughs> <laughs> How do you handle an inconsolable kid on a work call? Ooh. Me mute. <laughs> you thought I was, I was just like turn off the video. I was like yeah. video off, video off. Mute. Yeah. Yeah, mute. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> quick strategy for the nap time hustle mine is I make a to-do list like earlier in the day and I just say okay I'm gonna accomplish as many as these as I can to beat the clock the clock being the kid I would just say try to keep them napping for as many years as possible Mm -hmm. that makes sense I think I just try to have a list of all the little things I need to get done and then just tick it off as much as I can. Yeah, when you're racing against that clock, it is like, it's incredible what you can get done. <laughs> Number one tip to clock off work. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. Create a buffer. Nice, like that. Favorite self-care activity. Pedicures. Screaming into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mine's running. Um, talk about kids at work. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. L- yes. In a limited fashion for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Would you rather Zoom or in person? In person. Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> like, I hate in person. <laughs> Phone call or text? Text. 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 Uh, email or Slack? Slack. Email. Slack. I love Slack. I'm obsessed with it now. <laughs> um, business casual or casual, 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 yeah. casual, put out a work fire or put out a tantrum work fire, all day. <laughs> <Yes>. work, fire. <laughs> <laughs> work from home or work from the office. Oh, from home. Mm, I'm going to say from the office. I'm going to say from the office too, because I love to like, oh, I have to go to work. It's a, yeah, it's like a little break. (laughs) That's something, a whole nother thing. Uh, DIY or outsource? Outsource. (laughs) We are so opposite. I wish I could outsource, but I'm so controlling over things. DIY. (laughs) Lay date or work happy hour? Play date Mm. could involve wine. Hmm. I'm going to say happy hour because like just having the uninterrupted time with adults is really nice. Yeah. I'm going to say play date because I spend so much time with my colleagues and coworkers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say play date as well because I don't know how to be alone with an adult anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And to your okay. point, playdates can have wine True. and bourbon. Yes. Yeah, oh. really. Okay, so would you rather your laptop die or your kid's tablet die? Kid's tablet. Kid's tablet. Mm-hmm. I need my laptop. Yep, yep. same. Yep. And then angry partner or angry boss? Oh, angry boss. 
Mm, yeah, my fiance boss too. Yeah, I kind of think angry partner because I'm my own boss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I have for that. Thank you guys for playing. I just thought yeah. that'd be fun to kind of get to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit more. And so we're going to wrap things up here. This is a big deal. We're freaking published authors. <laughs> so before we go and before we get into our hot mess moments, like what is up for what's coming up for you guys new programs maybe another book up your sleeves more collabs it just feels so unreal like there's so many things we can do from this point what do you guys have in the works well i'm super excited in october i'm going to start launching vip days yes because what i found is i do coaching but i can only take on a set number of clients each um each quarter And I feel like I'm not reaching as many women. And by doing VIP days, I'll actually be able to reach more women. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And I know that they're going to get faster results from spending a VIP day with me than coaching over the course of time. Um, So I can't wait to launch my VIP days in October. Uh, The theme is going to be thriving in and out of the office. Ooh, I love that. I love in the book, you had a lot of good tips, like the getting ready in the morning and things like that, like outside of just office, which I really thought was cool. So I love that. That's the theme too. Nice. Uh, Let's see. For me, um, I am just adjusting to working outside of the home full time. It's so opposite of what I'm used to so um yeah just kind of juggling my kids with their busy sports schedules and all of that and then getting up and going to work every day which is still so exciting and like hasn't lost the novelty factor I'm like (laughs) yay I get to pick up my real clothes and put makeup on every day um this is only a temporary position so I'm hoping that it will um I don't know just keep me going and motivated towards figuring out what my what my thing is if it's not this and um yeah I'm hoping to focus a little more on my Instagram which I use like as a blog and really expand that too yeah nice awesome I love that I am fully intending on becoming like a huge diva after this and the walking around published <laughs> author. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm a published author. I'm like we should get kidding. t-shirts that say yeah. published author. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love it so much. Um, I don't know though. I just feel like this has opened a lot of doors for my confidence. I feel like I would love to write another book and like, mm-hmm just maybe something that is so much deeper and is more of like a generic kind of format. Um, really like pour my heart and mind out into some pages. Um, I, during this time, like submitted a blog post to scary mommy and they published it. So that was like, I got published there and now I have a published book coming out. So like, what's next for me with, with my writing? Like, I just want to keep going. Um, yeah, just a big confidence booster. So I'm, I'm super excited about that, but all right. So just cause we're published authors doesn't mean that we're not hot messes. <laughs> so this is the time, the moment of the show where I ask my guests to open up about a time that you've been a total hot mess. Cause we've all been there. So <laughs> you both got to do it, Mickey. I know okay. you, you used to be on the other side of this. But- I know. Oh gosh. Um, I'll go first because mine is like 
mild <laughs> for once <laughs> like i had a couple to pick from um i like i'm just trying to imagine okay when was the last time i was really sweaty from being stressed <laughs> out okay let's pick that so um our kids have only been in school they had last week was their first like full day full week um and my son's a first grader and they're just exhausted by the end of the day um, and he was supposed to have flag football practice. So they get out of school just before four. And then he has practice at six till seven. It's just asking so much of kids. <laughs> so it's so like, okay, at home, getting all ready. We drive to the, to the middle school where the practice is. We get there. And then he doesn't want to get out of the car. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, what's up? And then he's like, oh, some kids mean to me, which... It, uh, I would be concerned about but he was making like not making it up but like just grabbing for grasping for straws about why not to get out of the car so he's crying I'm like trying everything I can think of to get him out I'm like open the car I'm like okay well we're just gonna go out there and wait for you okay and then I'm like okay oh let's do like okay I'll hug you oh like oh, it's okay buddy come on and then I'm like calling his dad <laughs> and I'm like I don't know what to do and I can't get him out of the car and we were in the parking lot for probably 20 minutes and I just had to turn around and go home because I'm like I'm not gonna drag him out screaming and I think he's just exhausted like you know it's not it's not that important um just like being I'm like we're so close and we like rushed and had dinner and did everything to get ready to get to this point and he won't get out of the car so yeah it was it was a lot it wasn't like my fault at least you know the hot mess situation but like being in it I was like please don't let any other parents be in this parking lot (laughs) like just (laughs) don't look over here don't ask why he's not joining practice just let us go oh my gosh nice that's funny thanks for sharing I feel like a lot of us have been in that situation yeah, <laughs> yeah you just can't make them do things sometimes no, no you cannot <laughs> so my hot mess moment I was on a call well, I scheduled to be on a call let's just say at 8 30 a.m and it was myself right and I run customer support for a multi-billion dollar business and I had a business partner we were doing an intro call they're a billion dollar business so a pretty big call, right? It was the CEO of the call where like two, two big powerhouse kind of people calls. And my son, the three-year-old was home because he had not been feeling good all weekend. He had been a little bit sick. So he's just running around, you know, he's in his, I don't like clothes phase. Um, so he's just running around, you know, butt naked. And he crawls up on me just before the call starts at like, let's just say 828. And he sits on me and like we give a little cuddle because I don't turn on the camera until exactly the time and I just hear and he goes mama that was a big fart and I was like son that was more than a fart (laughs) (laughs) and so I was a literal hot stinky mess Wait, did getting you have onto to this just call. sit there? You had to just sit there with it? No. Well, thankfully my team. So it was like my leadership team with their team. And I was like, let's, let's open this call with introductions. I'll be on camera in a moment. Why don't we go around the room and I'll end? Nice. And so, I, <laughs> so nice. I'm like trying to find my husband and like wipe myself off all <laughs> before they get through the introductions. Thankfully it was like 15 people, which is a good 20, 30 minutes of introduction time. Um, yeah. So I was not able to shower, but I definitely was able to clean myself up. My gosh, nice. That's like too classic. I love it. Oh Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Working from home with children. Uh-huh. 
All right. Well, this has been so fun. I'm so, so excited. I cannot wait for this book to come out on the 28th of September. So just a few days from now. And if you want to get your hands on a copy, reach out to any of us in a minute here. Mickey and Whitney are going to let you guys know where you can find them. You can reach out to me. We can get you a copy. I'm sure there's going to be some fun giveaways, all sorts of stuff happening, but you want to get your hands on this book. If you listen to this podcast, chances are that you are a working mom. You want to get your hands on this book. There's going to be something in there that is going to be a huge takeaway for you in your life and your business. So we would love for you to have this. We'd love for you to support us. We're so excited. This is a huge deal. Be nice to us, please. We're super vulnerable. <laughs> this is a really big deal. But with that, unless you guys have any final thoughts, we're going to wrap it up. But before we do, just let everybody know where they can find you guys. You can find me anywhere you Google The Savvy Working Mom. Facebook, Instagram, my podcast, and uh, the blog are all The Savvy Working Mom. Yeah. Um, I'm just on Instagram at fixer ups and sippy cups. Um, I have like a personal Facebook if you want to be friends. <laughs> Otherwise that's, that's about You want to be friends with her. Trust me, she's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and the next time you hear from me, I'll be a published author. <laughs> right ladies? Yes. yes. Three normal ladies turned into published authors. We're signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Awesome. Well, until next week, you've got this mama's stay bossy. Thank you for listening to boss ladies and babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate review and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at boss ladies and babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community coaching, merch, and more at boss ladies and And until next time, stay bossy.